I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Aren't caffeinated drinks great for when you need a boost of energy? And there's such a huge variety to pick and choose from. But let me tell you something. There is one specific energy drink brand that is currently taking the energy drink market in India by a storm, and it's PepsiCo Sting. That's right. The Economic Times has reported that Sting, which is a 2017 PepsiCo brand, has even won up the sales of its more traditional and trusted products like Pepsi Cola. With a rapidly growing market size, PepsiCo has stated that the drink's popularity and growth trajectory is "quote unquote." steeper and stronger than any other soft drink brand in india but why is that the case what's so special about sting well it's the price point you see energy drinks have long been synonymous with red bull but it is relatively expensive at rupees 125 for a 250 ml can but the same 250 ml bottle of sting costs only rupees 20 making the market more accessible to ordinary consumers which is what is making it a popular brand plus lately energy drink sales are through the roof especially with everyone growing more health conscious consumption has been moving away from sugary drinks in fact the drum a uk based news portal said energy drinks constituted 20% of india's total soft drinks market between 2017 and 2021 and it is only growing besides that The existing market size of energy drinks in India is said to be worth rupees twenty four hundred crore, and is expected to grow about rupees ten thousand crore by twenty twenty seven, according to Financial Express. Moreover, it's not just PepsiCo in this game. Other brands such as Budweiser's Beats has also been trying to capture the market since twenty twenty one, and had hoped for at least ten percent of the market share in the past two years. Even Monster, which is more premium like Red Bull. has introduced a cheaper variant predator that is more reasonable at 50 rupees a pop even hell energy a hungarian energy drink brand has been looking to grow its supply in india to match the demand by importing from factories in hungary and sri lanka so well india has made it clear that it wants its energy drinks and it looks like the options are endless so with so many options out there which is your favorite energy drink For the next few minutes you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello I'm Manaswini and this is the deep dive for 14th July 2023. If you're a fan of fantasy sports and online gaming then brace yourself because this news might not sit well with your wallet. This week on Tuesday, the Goods and Services Tax Council or the GST Council met for its 50th meeting and decided that it's time to drop a bomb on India's online gaming industry. The GST Council announced that online gaming, horse racing and casinos will now be taxed at 28% of the full bet value. To understand what this means, let's do some maths. So 28% GST means that For every 100 rupees you spend on an online game such as Dream 11 or Crick Pay, you would have to pay a tax of rupees 28. And of course, this comes on top of a platform fee of 10% and 30% TDS in case you win money. 
earlier while gambling attracted 28% gst platform offering skill based games were taxed 18% on their commissions only so if a platform was making rupees 10 on every 100 rupees spent by a user the gst will be applicable on that 10 rupees which is effectively rupees 1.8 so under the new rules gst has gone from rupees 1.8 to rupees 28 so of course with 28% tax users have fewer incentives to play ashneer grover who launched a fantasy cricket app trickpay this year in march tweeted that india's fantasy gaming industry stands quote on quote murdered but according to finance minister nirmala sitaraman this decision to levy 28% gst on online gaming casinos and horse racing was not aimed at killing the industry but was taken considering the quote on quote moral question that it cannot be taxed at par with essential commodities as per the indian express in the council meeting many state finance ministers raised concerns over the growing addiction to online gaming especially among children the newspaper further claimed that the decision to impose a uniform 28% tax was then taken with the consensus of all states but sadly a uniform tax means years of efforts by gaming companies to distinguish themselves from gambling platforms now stands undone practically now there is no distinction between a game of skill as online gaming platforms like to describe themselves as opposed to a game of chance now to understand how this decision will impact the online gaming industry whose revenue was expected to hit 5 billion dollars by 2025 before the tax changes we have with us jaydeep vaidya our in-house expert on the business of sports he explains what will become of the online gaming industry now which not so coincidentally constitutes some of india's highly profitable internet companies so while the larger indian players such as dream 11 gamescraft and games 247 might be able to weather the storm smaller startups will be hit the most um we might see some companies move their base overseas which would lead to layoffs in india but even if they move abroad they'll still have to pay a tax collected at source or tcs if they want to operate in india and if they fail to do so they will be penalized so there's really no escaping the tax man if indian gaming platforms become too expensive where will the users go with a 28% gst users of fantasy sports poker rummy and other online gaming platforms are going to have to pay more in taxes i've seen some calculations that show that for every bet of say 100 rupees users stand to gain as little as rupees 10 at best if they win so it's no surprise that the industry is up in arms uh because users might be pushed to migrate to overseas platforms that don't have taxes but are illegally operating in india and well looks like shares of some of the companies have already dropped in value It will be interesting to see how users will behave post this 28% GST. Also on that note, if you want more insights from the world of sports, you might want to subscribe to Jaydeep's weekly newsletter, The Playbook, whose latest edition will drop today at 4 in the evening. Do check it out. And before we sign off for the week, here is our third segment. One last thing, where we bring to you an offbeat story that you won't find in the headlines. Move aside, Titanic. 
because there's a bigger and badder cruise ship in town, the icon of the seas. Royal Caribbean's mighty vessel, set to sail early next year, can carry 7,960 passengers. But what really makes it stand apart are the six bright-colored thrilling water slides, seven swimming pools, nine whirlpools, a mini golf court, and even an ice skating rink. I mean, even the New York Times couldn't resist labeling it the candy-colored ship. And trust me, once you take a look at this huge vessel, you will think so too. But why is this ship a big deal? Well, just like the other sectors, the cruise industry faced a 15-month-long shutdown during the pandemic. But with voyages now back in action and travelers returning to the sea, the cruise industry is determined to make a grand comeback. And in this case, it's with the icon of the seas. However, despite the viral fame, the ship faces criticism from environmentalists. They highlight concerns about the cruise industry's reliance on fossil fuels, the release of wastewater into the oceans, and the pollution burdens on coastal communities. Some critics are even calling it a dystopian monstrosity. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at the rate the signal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written and researched by Anup and Sneha, edited by Soumya Gupta and Jaydeep Vaidya, produced by me, Manaswini, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.